up, Lincoln? Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. Good stuff, as always, from Sean Callahan. Uh, we have a lot of text that came in during the break regarding the best color of cars. Okay, cool. And I guess the pic- the actual color I'm looking for, there's an actual color f- uh, for the, uh, the blue that I'm looking for. It is a uh, Clearwater Aqua. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. That's from John. Thank you, John. He's got a six. He sent me a picture of a '67 Mustang. Nice. That, that's that color he sent me. That's what I'm talking. Clearwater Aqua. What I call baby blue is apparently in the car industry called Clearwater Aqua. Yeah, well, you're I right. Want my Honda Court next one to be Clearwater Aqua. Do you though? Does it have to be an old school car to be that color? Can you have? Yeah. Can you have a, a Honda Civic around town, like a new one, just like? In, Clearwater Aqua, or is it, do you get weird looks for that? You'll see the the occasional like Volkswagen, the Beetle, the Bug out there that is baby blue. You're like yeah, that doesn't look right. Yeah, my mom has a, a newer like Volkswagen that is a interesting yellow. It's pudding colored. Pudding. Pudding yellow. Um, I would call it pudding yellow. Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I I don't mind it. I like like when I see a yellow car, I th- always I always think they're cool or a yellow truck. I do. I, I like them. I always have Mustangs. You know, when I see a Mustang that is yellow with black racing stripes, black interior, it always looks good to me. Same with that orange I pulled up next to the other day. It wasn't Hunter orange. It was this. It was a little darker orange. Mustang again. Mustang does a good job. Let's get to this other topic. What else? Yes. What else? Four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. <laughs> what else are you hearing? Uh, plenty of text. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Skittle says, "How many days into Oscar football? It's killing you right now." Fifty-eight <laughs> 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 days. <laughs> because we're talking about, about the colors of cars. <laughs> oh. Can I also, Should we Huskerize this? No, no. I got to read another text here from John. The same one that sent me the, the, the uh, clear water aqua. <laughs> Gus, you're listening over there. Ready for this? Okay. This is from John in the text line. Okay. John says, I need to thank Gus. I was going back to bed, and I put on a Father John Misty song, and it caused me to get up and turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That was disparaging. Is Father Gus. John Misty a big reach? Is it a big reach? I mean, is I've it, never heard of the guy before. before is it, I mean, are, are you asking me to do something that you would say, there's no way Sybil's going to like that music, but I'm going to try it anyway. Okay. okay. So he thinks he's got a chance to like it then? Yeah. Okay. yeah. We are talking about car colors. There's, there's a lot of people that have thoughts on them. Okay. The people have thoughts. We're moving on. <laughs> four, six, four, five, six, eight, five. Okay. Saw this yesterday. So the Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche, just recently won the yes. Stanley Cup. They beat your... Tampa Bay Lightning yeah. in six games. They won in Tampa Bay. This is really interesting. And 
There is a journalist. His name is Mike Chambers. He is the Denver Post hockey writer. He covers the Avs. He has for a while. He's covered the team. Long time. Yeah, long time reporter for the Denver Post for the Colorado Avalanche. And he's receiving heavy criticism, Sip. <laughs> heavy. It is. <laughs> for posting pictures of himself partying with the Stanley Cup at some point in the recent nights following the Avalanche's title. the night. Over the, okay, the same night that the Avalanche beat the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup. Now, the guy's having a good time. He's been there for a while. He has seen some good years, some bad years with the Avalanche. I'm curious, like, you've covered Nebraska for 30 years. Mm -hmm. If someone saw you partying with a national championship like, like for next year, if Nebraska's <laughs> done the world mm -hmm. and won the national championship, people shouldn't disparage you, should they? I don't know. Where Where's the line I don't know. for journal journalism integrity in celebrating a championship? So here's what here. the deal is. Yeah. Chambers. Chambers on his Twitter account posted these photos. They're what they're awesome photos. They are sweet. Yeah, there's a photo of him with a cigar in mouth <laughs> hoisting the Stanley Cup over his head. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's a it's an incredible picture. Um I mean he's hoisting the Stanley Cup over his head. This is not a replica. This is the Stanley Cup. The the one. <laughs> it was handed to him by Landiscoff. Um, the first name is Gabriel. Gabriel, Land excuse me, Landeskog. Gabriel Landeskog handed it to him. Now, George Diaz uh, was a columnist for the Orlando newspaper. He tweeted to Mike Chambers, are you a journalist or a jock groupie? <laughs> there was more than that, though. Keep going. Would yeah, Leaf, more response? there's some guy named Leif Skodnik who tweeted at him. Okay. I guess he tweeted at Mike Chambers. I guess we don't have to worry about maintaining objectivity in journalism anymore. Just do whatever you want. Be part of the team you cover. Um, I Chambers had a an excellent response to the, all this. Um, this is what Chambers said, and it's an excellent Mike Chambers, who's under some degree of fire for posting these photos of him hoisting to Stanley <laughs> with Cup a stogie in his mouth. with a stogie in his mouth and a stained shirt. <laughs> it was stained. <laughs> um, it looks like he's on a bender, yeah, um, he does. which he is fine. Is. Yeah, he, I mean, it, this was the night, this was Monday night that it happened, and this he's, party, he's partying with the team. But here's what he said, and I, I commend him for this response. It's perfect. Okay. He said, I've been a real stickler about that for 25 years. Um, being a professional, he's talking about covering the team with objectivity. He says, I've been a real stickler about that for 25 years. Quote, for context, I wasn't the only journalist at the event, but I, I might have been the only one that Gabe Landeskog handed the cup to and said, hold it up. Okay, hold it up. Gabe and I, Gabe Landeskog, go way back. Human exchange between two men who share respect for the game. If if Nebraska were to win a national title and, oh, I don't know, let's say Teddy Prohaska handed me um, the, crystal, the crystal and said, hold this up, we're going to take a photo. And I declined. I don't know. Would that how, – how, how, what would you think about that? I'd say, I what the heck's wrong with you, man? <laughs> well, I don't, don't you know. you want to party here? Yeah. 
I don't. I think you can go too far with that whole thing. Like this guy just Gabe Landeskog and him are boys. Yeah, okay, he's his friend. He's yeah, buddy. yeah, and he wanted him to hold the cup up as part of their celebration, and I really have no problem with it because because of that. They're they're friends. They're they're yeah. He was in the locker room or whatever area this party was taking place, and his friend asked him to do that. So then there's a photo of it on Twitter, and with no context, no context. And what happens? Of course, all the all the card carrying journalists, all the you know chest puffy journalists, because that's what we are. Very we're we're very chest puffy, right? And they come out with no context and start hammering the guy. The yeah. yeah, just hammering the guy with no context. Isn't that equally as bad? I'm not even saying this is bad. I'd say it's worse just hammering the guy with no context. George Diaz, Mr. Former Columnist. But that's what we do. I mean, we do that. We're very... Hoity-toity. Yeah, chest puffy, yeah. hoity-toity, yeah. judgmental. Uh, jump to conclusions now, and that's what they did on this. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, TC, Jake, you're not. TC has a good point. The text line. <laughs> you're not wrong. Well, I was hoping for no. I like argument. TC says this: you you can be objective and a fan at the same time. Sports reporting is not the same as political reporting. How could you not be a fan covering a team? I would tell you this: I was aghast in 2003. Aghast. Okay. Now, this was, now think about that. That's 2003, 19 years ago. 19 years ago. After Nebraska won the Alamo Bowl, they had the on-field celebration, right? Mm-hmm. Confetti dropping. I remember that. I watched that game. Yeah, confetti dropping, players out on a stage, balloons all over the place. And they gave the microphone to Jamal Lord. Okay. And Jamal Lord said, we're having a party at the hotel, and he looked down at me and goes, Sipple, you're invited too." <laughs> and I was a little uh, like, "Oh God, are my co- what are my colleagues gonna think?" You know, I it was just an off the cuff remark by Jamal, but I thought for sure there'd be some degree of disparagement, and there wasn't. Good. Yeah, there wasn't. Good. It was just an off the cuff remark, but I was aghast at the time. Like Jamal, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm I think we see eye to eye on this one, especially after this reporter for the Denver Post explained it. It sounds like it was pretty impromptu. He has a chance to hold the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I'm Cup. not even apologizing for that. <laughs> how many guys? Well, he in didn't the world, apologize. How many people? In, I, I know, and he did. Right. How many people in the world get to hoist the Stanley? Cup? The Sta- Lord Stanley Cup like, over if your If that head. thing is in the studio. You're hoisting. I can't even. I'm touching it the whole time we're doing the show. It's yeah. Right here. So, yeah, he has a cigar. On. I think the photo is fabulous. It is. I mean, but of course, yeah, he's he is enduring some heat from colleagues and probably others. Probably fans, some of them. You don't mind? No. I, 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 was, I thought it was pretty cool because you don't see this. You, you don't see very often a journalist – Who's participating in the celebration for the trophy or the, or the title? And I, 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 yeah, I commend Mike Chambers because he, he just said, I don't care. Like you said, I've got a buddy that gave me the trophy, said to hoist it, so I did it. When someone tells you to hoist the Stanley Cup and gives you the, 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 the okay to do it, the guy just won it on the ice, then yeah, you hoist the cup. Retired NHL referee weighed in on it. Dave Jackson. Okay, Dave. 
doing things for ESPN now. Retired NHL referee said this, tweeted, Mike, anyone who knows you and reads your work or has worked with you realizes how professional you are. You criticize as often as you compliment, and I believe the players know that you're fair and objective. You've always been fair with the officials, too. Season's over. Enjoy. I'm fine with that. And now, and if you cover a team for a prolonged period, you do have relationships with guys. I mean, you're bound to. And you might feel very good for them in times of championships, right? When they win, when they win at a high level, yeah, I mean, you're a human. You probably do feel good for them. Um, it's a fine line you walk, though, and it's and it's often a difficult line. That's why you're deemed a professional. From Rubber Duck on the text line, okay. he says he should have just said, "You're mad. I got to hold the cup, and you didn't get to hold the cup." Yeah, don't be don't be jealous. Well, the context is important in this case. That's like guys like George Diaz tweeting him or tweeting at Chambers, are you a journalist or a jock groupie or Leif Skodnick? I don't even know who these guys are saying, I guess we don't have to worry about maintaining objectivity in journalism anymore. There's, Hey, I, I guess we don't have to worry about context anymore either, Leif, because Mike did provide some context and it was, it was, it was critical context, right? I mean, he explained what the deal was, and it makes a lot of sense what Mike said, that, that he had a relationship with this player. Um, and he handed him the cup, and is he supposed to say, I can't do You know, hey, uh, friend, I can't do this. Um, I'm supposed to be objective. <laughs> oh, imagine turning, down, turning that down, the chance to, to hoist it, because you want to be – all about integrity here. Journalistic yeah. integrity. As he said, that. as he said, for context, I wasn't the only journalist at the event, but I might have been the only one Gabe Landeskog handed the cup to and said, hold it up. Gabe and I go way back. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all I needed to know. That's re- Hey, Jake, that's all I needed to know. That's fine. This guy's cool in my book. Yeah. I want to talk to him. That's good context. Maybe we'll try to get him on the show. Okay. I want to talk to Mike Chambers. I wouldn't mind that. Say, Mike, any words about this? Any more thoughts? Yeah, I'll do it again. I hope they bring it back and we'll do it again. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe he'd say that. Maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, we've, we've got athletes that do shows in the station. What, his, what if we had a crossover if they won the title and they come in our our station and they say, right. hey, our, this show, and say, you want to hoist it? Yeah, I want to hoist that trophy. Would, exactly. Would Mike Chambers' bosses have to... Is he going to get a call into the big office when he when he goes back? I don't know if the Denver Post still. Well, has I would say how was his work good? Was his work biased and, and not very good, or was it was just a one off where he had he took a picture with the trophy? Are or are they going to form a policy that says no photos with trophies at celebratory? Well, guess events. what? If they do that, he already got his one, so he already got his trophy. He already got he he has a picture of him hoisting the trophy. He still wins in this scenario. If they say no more of that, well, guess what? It already happened once. You can't take that away from me. Do you do you do you share my sentiment that the context he provided is sufficient and absolves him yes. of any journalistic sin? Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, the, for the guys that that went out of their way to tweet at him and say this is this is embarrassing. You're 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 embarrassing. Okay. You lame-o. 
You lame old <laughs> schmuck curmudgeon journalist. They're, they're not necessarily old. I don't care. They have old spirits. <laughs> okay, they're boring. Just calm down. <laughs> well, there and is. They, hey, should, they should loosen up a little bit. Yeah. Lighten up. The 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 world in journalism obviously has changed, and the the lines are blurrier than they used to be. I think, I think they are. It's not. It's not uncommon for sports reporters, columnists to clearly favor the team they're covering. It happens a lot. You see it a lot. Yeah, okay. Here, here is a response that I think is okay here. This is from unnamed texter, the unnamed texter. Mm-hmm. He says, he shouldn't be partying with the people he's supposed to be covering. The problem is he's partying, not with him hosting, hoisting the trophy. He's partying. He has a cigar, See, and his shirt looks like it's the been doused. The no problem with, with him having the trophy. It's the fact that he is partying with the team. Well, what if he filed his story right and was down around the guys, sure. and his good friend, yes, his good friend, handed him the cup and said, "Hold this up, my man." Well, I would, I would ask, did he fulfill his obligations in the the column after the I game? I think you're being a little short sighted with that take. From Texter? No, you. Your take. Did he fulfill his obligations? Yes, but, I mean, there's also the matter of appearances. And appearances, as you know, in this world are important. And what Twitter does is magnify that, yep. right? Yep. Unfortunately, Twitter pr- provides no context on things. We seemingly, as a society, have pushed context back into the background a little too far with Twitter. Twitter's difficult challenging in some cases because of the context gets lost right i find myself wanting to tweet certain things but i can't do it because i can't provide context a quote out of the blue from ramir johnson yeah it means a lot to me because i had some context but then you start going into the i don't know what is the character character limit on twitter i don't know what it is but there's a limit and if you can't provide context the quote loses meaning this this is a situation where the there's a photo and it's a little bit questionable for sure of the beat reporter holding up the Stanley Cup with a stogie in his mouth, a shirt untucked, clearly in party mode. Looks like he might be a GM. Nope, that's the that's the that's beat reporter. reporter. The appearances aren't great. All right? No context, appearances aren't great. Well, context? Nah, all right. He provided the context. I'm fine. I'm fine. He provided the context. He and Gabe Landeskog had a relationship, probably a long relationship where they're they're probably pretty close. Yep. And there it was. Doesn't bother me. Hey, I'm going to tell you something, Jake. My response is it doesn't bother me in the least after the after Mike Chambers provided context. Mike Chambers is a winner in my book. He is a winner to me. I want to hang out with that dude. <laughs> I want to ask him what was it like to hoist the Stanley Cup. He's got that story forever, man. Oh, no. He's he, got the Stanley Cup that, in his hands. Right. He's got it over his head. He should put as his over Twitter his profile picture that picture <laughs> to say, bleep you, haters. Oh, I'm not good enough to be a journalist. Well, guess what? Look at my new profile picture and my cover photo. The same damn thing. But what if his bosses say, you have bosses. You have bosses. I have well, bosses. Maybe he's going to win some awards for best coverage. You say, well, now look at that. <laughs> best coverage, and I'm hoisting the cup. I'm the man. Would if me. You, well, let me. <laughs> come on now. Hold on now, Sparks. What if, what if your bosses said, 
you are not using that as your profile picture, take it down. Let's say, did I win an award for best coverage this year? <laughs> the, the picture stays, boss, or I leave. <laughs> what if he has a family to take care of? Family said, well, he's going to get hired by somebody if he's got, if he got good awards out there. He can start his own website. The guy's got a Stanley Cup over his head. He's going to get hired by <laughs> yeah, somebody. Exactly. The guy's the man. <laughs> Mike Chambers, good on you, brother. Good on you. What are the people saying? Anything? Uh, Trent, Trent says, it's a sad world when someone has to defend themselves on everything. Yeah. I get it, though. I get I, I, I do understand. <laughs> now, if I saw it without context, I when I saw the photos, I got a kick out of them. I got it. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, if you haven't seen the photos out there, go to Mike Chambers' Twitter account. They're awesome he's photos. The he's the man. I mean, he looks like he's on top of the world. And he's not taking them down because he's a badass. That's yeah. why. Uh, last thing, Fat Phil chimes in on the text line. Okay. Fat Phil says, Sip, thank you for bringing up the relationship you create when you work as a beat writer covering his team closely. I think you should talk more about that because apparently these other journalists have never had that kind of role before. Yeah, I mean, you have to, you do have to, there is a line you walk for sure, but inevitably, inevitably because you're a human, you become more close with certain people than others. And it does, you have to fight that sometimes. You have to sort of, you know, you have to draw the line. But I think he's probably drawn it many times in, in 25 years as a journalist. CJ says he should write an article on how it feels to hoist the Stanley yeah. Cup. <laughs> Mike Chambers, what it's like to hoist the cup. It's an incredible photo. Way to go, Mike. Don't give up. Keep the fight going. More next and early break on the ticket. <laughs>